You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to On Point with Victor. You're tuned in to America's Web Radio, the next evolution in talk radio. Uh, folks, if you haven't... Uh uh, bookmarked America's Web Radio page yet, you really need to do so. Um, other than my great voice, which is a little bit under the weather today, so pardon me if uh, my voice is a little squeaky today, but uh, bookmark America's Web Radio because we've got classic car shows, we've got doctor shows, we've got uh, Locked and Loaded with Roger. We, we It's chocked full of informative shows, so you, you get a good take on today's uh, current events with uh, on point with Victor and then you can tune on and tune into some other shows and and hear some other good informative shows um, it's not a one-track minded uh, radio show here at America's web radio there there are really some good shows some talented people some talented uh, talk show host that uh, you really want to listen to on occasion so bookmark America's web radio and as I always say go to YouTube the America's web radio page and bookmark that uh, actually subscribe to it uh, it's it's always fun to uh, watch us in studio we have fun here uh, it may not be great always to see my mug in fact today is probably not looking so well uh, but nonetheless you can tune in and watch us and be part of the fun so all right look it's it's been another busy week uh, we've we've got lots to talk about today and in a few I'll go to the phones and I'm going to bring on my uh, Newt Gingrich of politics uh, Larry Galls and we're going to go over a few things today but uh, lots lots lined up I've got my topic run down uh, so if you are not informed you will be informed by the end of this show uh, you may not agree with everything but that's okay look I tell you all the time uh, I, I encourage people who disagree with me to contact me. You know, we, you can look, watch live on Facebook. You can watch live on America's Web Radio. Uh, Facebook is the, is the best place to, to practically reach out and touch me because you can do live questions to me and I will answer them. And if you disagree with me, hey, look, there are people that do. Um, I have, uh, uh, listeners of all types that listen to the show. I had someone reach out to me yesterday and they were, uh, mad as hell that, uh, Donald Trump hasn't been impeached yet. And my simple question to them is, well, on what grounds are you going to impeach Donald Trump? Well, I don't like him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is not a reason prescribed in the Constitution to impeach a sitting president. Just because you don't like the fact that Donald Trump was elected doesn't mean he can be impeached. Um, I, I am always amazed and more amazed these last two years. You know, we're going into the third year of the Trump presidency, and I'm just floored by the Democrat Party and Democrat supporters and, and those of you that are out there, you know who you are, who cannot get over the fact that Donald J. Trump was elected. He was elected by the people of this country. He's a duly elected president. Russia did not elect Donald Trump. Russia didn't have anything to do with the election of Donald Trump. If you were a logical person and really followed Russia's history and the United States history, you would know that if Russia had a chance to pick anyone, they would have picked Hillary Clinton. They would have much rather have four more years of Obama than to have a outsider, someone who they don't really know, someone with no political record, such as Donald Trump. That's the last person they would have wanted to be president. So I'm just, just 
I'm amazed, and, and sometimes I get a little, little, I, not so much angry, but I get passionate, and, and I guess a little bit upset at how people can be such followers of the letter D that you cannot come to grips that there are people in this country that don't want socialism, so they voted for Donald Trump. You know, a lot of people voted for Donald Trump that may not have liked him as a person. But they looked at his, what his policies, what he said he was going to do, and they took a chance on him. And for those of you who took a chance on Trump, you're jumping up and down right now because that man has been one of the first presidents to go down his campaign list and check things off one by one by one. A politician who actually is standing by the promises they made on the campaign trail. Folks, that is not very common. And you should, whether you like Trump or not, you should be at least happy the guy's doing what he promised. Uh, I, we were promised lots of things by the Obama administration, and we got quite the opposite. So if all I can say is, well, let me approach it to you this way. Do you want to go through life? Do you want to go through the next? You've already gone through two years now. Now you're on year number three, and then you're going to have year number four. Do you want to go through these years bitter and angry? You can't be angry and happy at the same time. And anger is just going to breed stress. So do you want to spend the next couple of years stressed and angry? Ask yourself that. And I'm being serious, folks. That's the question you need to ask yourself. And if you're looking at the candidates running, they're trying to uh, get the win the Democrat nomination so they can run against Trump in 2020, Look at their message. How is how does their message inspire happiness? How does it inspire growth? How does it inspire being a better person? It doesn't. Just listen to them. They want to take over health care. They want to give a universal income. They want to take over every aspect of your life, the banks. Uh, they want to tell you what to eat. They want to tell you what to buy. They want to tell you what kind of car to drive. All of these things they're doing is to control your life. Where's the happiness in that? And then they want to look at history and tell you that, well, the history of this country is awful, so so follow us. The history of the United States is terrible. It's full of racism and bigotry and and this, that, and the other, and inequality, and, and it's full of all these evil things. Your Democrat Party today is telling you that's the history of this country. How does that make you happy? And then if you want to look to the future and say, okay, I won't follow the Democrats because of history – I'll follow history and I'll follow the Democrats into the future. Well, is that going to make you happy? Because the, according to the Democrats, we're going to run out of water or we're going to have too much water or climate change or global warming or a uh, whoever, whatever they're calling it today is going to kill you. So there is no future. So on the one hand, the Democrats tell you that the future lies in their hands. You must elect a Democrat. You must elect Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden or uh, – oh, my gosh. I'm going to even forget all of them that are running because there's about 220. Uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Booker, uh, Buttigieg. Uh, you, you just name it. Uh, there's so many running, but all of them, the future is glim. On the one hand, they want to tell you that you're going to be dead in 12 years. The country's not going to be here in 12 years. But then they turn around and tell you, boy, those 12 years would be great if you'll just elect us. If you'll just go for higher taxes, you're going to be happy. If you'll go for higher regulations, you're going to be happy in those 12 years. So 
What I'm getting at, folks, is does any of that sound logical? Is there any logic there? No. It is absent. It is a void of logic. And that is my problem with today's Democrat Party. You know, those of you who listen to me, you know that I talk about the different parties, the the Democrat Party of today versus the Democrat Party of yesteryears. Uh, There's no comparison. John F. Kennedy couldn't be a Democrat in today's Democrat Party. Uh, and, and so when you, when I speak of the Democrats and I speak of the letter D, I'm talking about today. I'm living in today, which you should too. Uh, you know, we can always look to the history, to the past to learn from history, but you should never try and live in the past. We need to live in today. And today, I'm going to get into this later, but we have, unbelievable low unemployment we have an unbelievable economy that's just ratcheting forward um, we have more jobs available than we have people to take those jobs we haven't had an economy like this this kind of unemployment since 1969 so live in today folks stop being angry my friend who was talking with me yesterday it was is so bitter and so angry, and she cannot give me any points on why she is other than I don't like what he says. He's orange. He's mean. He fights back. He's not presidential. What do you mean he's not presidential? Just because he's not a member of the swamp? Because he's not a creature of past politicians? Those are not reasons to, as I said before, throw out a president. But this person who was talking to me yesterday was so angry that Trump is president because of the way he looks and the way he speaks or the way he tweets that she believes that her life is 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 on hold until he is thrown out of office. Well, I got news for you. He ain't going to be thrown out of office. We still have this thing called the Constitution, even though we've got a whole party full of Democrats who are trying to bastardize that Constitution, and they're trying desperately to find a way to to get rid of Donald Trump. And so with this, you've got to, got to, got to, got to ask yourself if you want to be happy or do I want to be miserable. So, folks, we're going to go to our first break, and we're going to take the first break. You hang on right there. We will be right back. This is On Point with Victor. You're tuned into America's Web Radio. You stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. 
Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You are tuned into America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor, and I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, folks, look me up, Radio Victor on Instagram, Radio Victor on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. In fact, right now, if you want to see my sick, crazy mug, then uh, just tune into America's Web Radio, the Facebook page, and you can watch live. So right now, I am, I'm going to go to the phones, and I believe I have Larry Gauze. Larry, are you there? I'm here, Victor. How are you doing? Excellent. I'm doing great. And uh, Larry, pardon my voice today because uh, I've got a little bit of a, I guess it's a Vegas cold going on. So, Larry, I was in Vegas and I just got back yesterday morning. And for all you Supercross fans out there, by the way, and Larry, I don't know if you're a motocross fan, but uh, I went out with some friends and we went to that last race in Vegas and it was quite, quite the race. In fact, if you're not a Supercross fan, you should be. If you watch one race, you will be. So, uh, but I managed to get sick on the way back. I blame the airplane. I enjoy Vegas and everything else. It's a good, good town and everything else. Food's awesome. It really is, Larry. You it's know, not as cheap as it used to be. But. You know what? We were having that conversation. Uh, and, and folks, if you're used to going to Vegas, you know, or if you hadn't been in a while, you know, Larry's right. It used to be way cheap. You could go to a buffet for ten bucks. Now there are buffets that cost over seventy dollars, Larry, to, to eat at. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But, uh, but you know what? It's still Vegas, and Vegas is a fun place. Uh, so it's I, I, I recommend it, especially right now. It's beautiful weather out there. But, uh, but anyway, I, I don't think people listen tuned in to just hear my Vegas story, Larry. So let's, let's get onto some topics here. I, I was, uh, I, I went on a little rant in the first segment. Just about happy versus uh, angry, and and how the Democrat Party is breeding anger, and they turn around and they want to tell you and me and and the rest of the American people that somehow Trump is feeding anger and Trump is feeding stress. When if you pay attention, it's coming from the Democrat Party. Uh, you know, it's, there there's so many good things happening today. So one and. and and then you look at the Democrat Party, where they're not focused on the economy. Instead, they're focused on threatening Attorney General Barr. And, Larry, I don't know if you're up on this, but uh, Nadler, Congressman Nadler, that uh, fool from New York, uh, the Democrat congressman, he is threatening Attorney General Barr with contempt. He wants to hold him in contempt. Uh, what do you think about this, Larry? I don't think he can because the attorney general volunteered to show up, and then they changed the rules. He wasn't subpoenaed to show up. So by him canceling what he volunteered to say he would show up, based volunteer, you can't then subpoena. You can't then say I'm going to hold you in contempt because you didn't show up like you said you were. You weren't. You wasn't subpoenaed to be there. 
Absolutely. So, uh, I think there are questions yeah. on that. And second, he, none of the report, by law, he didn't need to release anything. He chose to do it so he can be, you know, get transparency out there and let the American people see. And they want to be able to have this cloud of darkness. There is collusion. That's why they're not releasing it. Well, he, he, <laughs> he, he, he released it. The areas that were redacted, he had to redact by law. Mm-hmm. And then the unredacted version is available for the Democrats to review anytime. And to this day, I think maybe two have viewed it. You know what? Version. It's available. They're, they can't take photocopies. They can't take pictures. They can't, right. you know, they can't take it with them. But they can go in, sit down, and review it. And mm-hmm. none of them are doing it. You know, Larry, you hit a great point. There uh, has been so what Barr did essentially when Barr came out and he gave his press conference that he was going to release the report, the Mueller report. When he did that, he was taking. Uh, he was basically beating the Democrats to their punch. Because he knew what they were going to do. The Democrats were already saying what they were going to do. And not only that, as you well point out, he made an unredacted version. An unredacted version. This is what Nadler keeps running out there and uh, Swalwell and, and the rest of the Democrat ilk are running around out there saying that, well, we've got to see the, new, the whole report. We've got to see the whole report. Larry, they know that by law, Attorney General Barr cannot release an unredacted report to the public. That is law. But what he can do is provide an unredacted uh, version, an unredacted paper, you know, the whole unredacted file. He can make it available under top secret circumstances where only members of Congress who have the highest degree of top secret clearance can go in and see it. And you are correct. He opened it to all the congressmen, all the Democrats. Not one Democrat, Larry, not one has gone to read it. Three Republicans have. Well, see, that's what bothered me, though, is that the... The host of different talk shows that are supposed to be representing the conservatives don't point this out immediately when they fire back. They don't say, well, now here's what's going on so that the people, the audience that's listening, because usually on a, if it's a, a more of a progressive show, I guess, liberal show, it's going to be the, your audience is going to be more progressive, and they're not allowing them to hear the other side. And they need, I, I, I kind of get discouraged that they aren't doing a better job of that. Well, you're, there's no doubt about that, and and you know here on on point with Victor, you know I I pride myself, uh, and I always tell people you're going to get logic here, you're going to get common sense here, and you're going to get the issues here. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. And Larry, you of all people know that I'll blast the Republican Party whenever they deserve it, especially Absolutely. the establishment. And but. When well, you, remember, you quit calling yourself a Republican, I think. We, we kind of yeah. went, we're, we're, I'm a conservative. Whenever he introduced, mm-hmm. you know, this big army, he's a conservative who is in the Republican Party. Right. You're absolutely right. I did. And, uh, and just as you, uh, you can call me conservative. You can call me libertarian. You can call me conservative libertarian. You can call me constitutionalist. You can call me an American. But don't call me a Democrat and don't call me a Republican. You're, uh, and that's the way I live right now. And, yes, I might be stuck in the Republican Party. Because that's the party right now that will push the correct issues if we, the people, stand up and force them to. We, you know, Donald Trump is—that's a whole other story. Maybe we can get to that later on what he's up against. But, but just going back to to your point, you know, there are so-called Republicans out there that will not challenge on this, even in the television media for the so-called news media, where they won't ask the simple question or they won't let people know that it is absolutely 100% against the law for Barr to release an unredacted report to the public. And where have you heard that, Larry? You're not hearing that anywhere. 
Right. And, and it, the, well, the other thing is they're not pointing out that the version is available to you yet. Have you read it? Read it yet? Right. So have when Cory it, Booker yeah. comes on or Camilla Harris, say, well, have you read the report? Well, no. Well, why not? It's available to you. Aren't you up there supposed to represent the people? Well, why have you not read that if it's been made available to you? Well, that should be the They point very out that you're not doing your job. You're absolutely. supposed to be there representing. You're supposed to be doing it. And you're, you're spending stuff that you are supposed to be doing. Yes. The absolute first question from a journal, any journalist who has an ounce of integrity or if there is an ounce of journalism left, the first question to Booker, to Pelosi, to Sanders, to Sleepy Joe, to uh, Kamala Harris, any of them, any of them, the first question should be, have you read the unredacted report? And, Larry, you're a, no one has asked that question yet. No, and I think they need to be pointed out. That's why it gets kind of frustrated with the Republicans supposed to be, are supposed to be representing conservatives not doing a better job of taking that argument away. Yeah, and, and that's, boy, Larry, that's a complaint that we've had with the Republican Party for a while. Uh, they, I just don't think they know how to go on the offense. Yeah, they got a, a good offense will be the defense. Yeah, so. absolutely. And But that is something that's got to be pointed out, especially, so we'll make it two questions. The first question should be, have you read the underdoctor report? And the second question should be, do you know it's illegal for the for Barr to release it to the public? So you've got a Democrat congressman in Cohen and Nadler who are issuing subpoenas and threatening the attorney general to bre- because they're asking him to break the law. Right. Uh, it's absurd what they're doing now and absolutely ridiculous and and. That's how I ask, and how I kind of started the show. If if you're if you are a Democrat, or if you are on the fence and you're leaning towards the Democrat Party, just because you don't like a tweet that Trump wrote, or or somebody attacked Trump, and you don't like the way he responded, because you think he should take the high road because he's president, you really really need to pull back and pay attention to what the Democrats are saying and what they aren't saying. Because they're not getting asked the question, as Larry well pointed out, about have they read the redacted report. And the reason why they're not talking about that, Larry, is because they haven't read that because they want to be able to hold that issue over saying, oh, well, there was collusion. We, they're just hiding it. Well, nothing. Barr has hidden nothing. Right. So the other thing, Larry, too, is you've got these Nadlers and the Coens and the Pelosi's running around saying that Trump was hiding things and that he should – that he should be should have been indicted, and you've got now. I don't know if you heard, Larry, three hundred and so so odd former prosecutors, United States prosecutors. They wrote a letter, they signed it, and they sent it to Barr, basically saying, "We don't like you, Barr, because we think all of us esteemed academic former prosecutors, we would have indicted him." Or they're saying he should he would have been indicted had he not been president. Were he not president, he would be indicted. Well, Larry. Tell me what you think about this. I think it's ridiculous what they're saying because were he not president, he actually – there would have been no investigation. None of this fake hoax. None of this hoax would have lasted. But also not one time did President Trump – Trump, not one time did he uh, enact presidential privilege. Not one time did he do executive privilege. Not once. So how is he hiding anything, Larry? Well, that's just it. And, and they were hoping that he would have – Done something like fire, and and they they really just don't like the fact that that Barr came out with that summary and nailed it all down very succinctly in plain language 
that took everything, all the, you know, took the wind out of their sails. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're angry, because they wanted to use this as, as a campaign issue for the next, you know, how many, you know, two years. Well, it was funny. If you, if you look, if you go back and watch the media the first day when the, when the Mueller report was released, they really didn't know what to do. Uh, these no, these they people, no they actually had convinced themselves, and they started believing the, the the lies that they were writing. They started believing that there he was going to. They thought he would be indicted. They thought President Trump would be indicted. They thought he would have there would be obstruction of justice, and they were still holding out for Russia collusion. And when none of that happened for twenty four hours, it was quite funny because they didn't know what to do. But then it didn't take long, and they Nadlers and the Cohens and the Pelosi's and the Schumers. They gathered together and got out the marching orders of, well, you just pretend like you didn't hear what you hear heard. Pretend like you didn't see what you didn't see and didn't see what you saw. And here's what we're going to tell you. There is Russia collusion and there is obstruction. And Mueller, you know, to be a supposedly guy of integrity, he wrote book two of that report strictly to give the Democrats this fodder that they're running with today. Well, if he if he goes and does testify, I want someone on the Republican side to question him. Did we? Did you investigate Hillary Clinton? Did you investigate the Uranium One? Because this is all part of Russian collusion. Did you look at the DNC server? Why did you not look at the DNC server? Uh, you said that you lowered the standards for the Pfizer warrant. Why did you lo- lower the standards for the Pfizer warrant? You know, I want to I want to pin Mueller down on why is it he only looked at everything was on one side of the aisle and not the both side presidential candidates. And when did Obama know? When did, you know, all that stuff. Ask detailed questions of what he did not do, and he just completely looked the other way. And why did he look the other way? Because that was also part of the investigation, my understanding. Well, it wasn't, you need to investigate Russian collusion on the Republican side. It was investigate Russian collusion. Well, Larry, this is a perfect time. You know, there, there I do a segment sometimes called, um, What Would I Ask Trump? Or What Would I Tell Trump? And in this case, I want you to put on your prosecu- prosecutor hat or, or put on Larry Gauze, Congressman Larry Gauze. Let's say you are the representative of District 4 from Georgia, and you're sitting there, and they drag Mueller on. I want you to, right now, let's, let's just do a little, a little pretend here. You are Congressman Gauze, and, and you've got two minutes to, to question Mueller. Tell me what you would quit. I mean, you, I'm Mueller, you're Congressman Gauze. Hit it. Tell me what you're going to ask. Well, first, I'm going to ask him. I said, the, the FISA warrant application, did you review the FISA warrant application? Did you verify the, the, the dossier? Why was the dossier not verified to be true? The indictments that came through that you were, were processed crimes. Um, did you allow attorneys to be represent for everybody and inform they should have an attorney when they're being interviewed? Did you look at Hillary Clinton? Did you look at the Clinton cast? Did you look at the Clinton Foundation? Um, did you look at the DNC server? Why was the DNC server not reviewed if, if, if the leaks came from the DNC server? Why, what about Podesta and his money? Why are we not hearing any more about Podesta? Because he's been quiet this whole time. Mm-hmm. He realized that he messed up, and he's, you, know, so you don't see anything. He just folded everything down. So why are we not looking at, 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 at Podesta? And- um, and you know what? Where I, was the money coming from for all this investigation? Did you look at the mm-hmm. FBI and the spies that they planted? Why did they do that? Why was the presidential candidate nominee for the Republican Party not notified that the spies were in his camp or that you thought there was collusion? 
Absolutely. You, you know that that those are things I want him to explain. But this main is why was everything one sided against Republican and President Trump? Right. And Larry, you hang on right there. I'm gonna, I want to hold you over and bring you back, folks. Hang on. We'll be right back. Going into our next break. You're listening on point with Victor America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to On Point with Victor. I am Victor. And again, pardon me for my uh, voice that's going in and out. <laughs> it, it, uh, I'm a little bit under the weather there. But, uh, uh, but you know, I always feel good, and I always get a shot of pure adrenaline penicillin, let's just say, when I come and sit in this chair and I can talk to you guys and we can talk about today's issues. Um, we have Larry on the phone, who, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard Larry before, he is my Newt Gingrich. Uh, this Larry is a, uh, I think, a political-minded genius and has come up with some very good ideas that uh, Trump would do well to uh, implement. And, Larry, one of these days you and I are going to get in front of Trump and we're going to let him know some of these ideas. But well, you're very uh, kind. <laughs> oh, no, I'm serious. Uh, but Larry, before we move on, I do want to say I had a I have a listener who has uh, just sent me a message and informed me that uh, apparently Collins, and I believe she's referring to Senator Collins, has stated that she would ask the very questions that you were asking. That uh, she has stated that she will ask those questions of Mueller if he sh- if he does get called or if he does show up. Um, you know, I I hope she does, Larry. I really do, and I hope. I would love to see Ted Cruz, Senator Cruz, cross-examine Mueller. I mean, it's going to be a joy to watch. I'd love to see Trey Gowdy cross-examine Mueller. But, you know, Larry, I, I almost think that it's a ploy by the Democrats. I don't know if they're if they're really dumb enough to bring him 
uh, in front of Congress because you're going to have people like Gowdy or or people like Cruz or people like Collins, and I hope Collins sticks with it because, um, you know, I don't trust everything that Collins always says, but I hope in this case she really comes through. But, but Larry, they open Mueller up to this cross-examination, so I, I am a little bit doubtful that the Democrats are serious. What do you think? Well, I don't think Mueller's going to show up. I think because he can't contradict his own report. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, that, you know, he's got to stick with the facts that he presented. And if he right. tries to present anything alternative, then, this, then you're going to be questioning him. Well, and that's my point about somebody like Senator Cruz uh, or, or um, Jim Jordan getting in front of Mueller and, and basically cross-examining him because Mueller isn't going to answer their questions. He can't. I, I would like to see the Republicans, though, if Mueller agrees, we're going to have our staff attorneys question instead of us. Uh, just to see what the Democrats do. No, you, you can't do that. That's mm-hmm. the rules. Just Larry, to kind of just, you know, tit for tat for that one. That'd that, be funny. That is a great point, and this <laughs> is a case where they should do tit for tat. And for those of you who aren't listening, what Larry, well, Larry, do you want to explain real quick what happened and how the Democrats changed the rules when they were trying to get Barr up? Why don't you explain that real quick for the listeners out there who may not be up to date on that? Well, the House wanted to change the rules instead of having them question the um, Attorney General. And keep in mind, I think it's like 15 or 18 of the House, the Democrats that represent the House are attorneys themselves. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to be one question because Barr is very succinct and he, he can just obliterate their, their comments. And he's very direct with it and he just keeps it. And they don't know how to handle it. So they wanted someone else, if there's going to be an embarrassment, it'd be their attorneys, not them. I, that's what I think was suggestive. So they were changing the rules. We're making it this way, and our attorneys, and we're going to do, after we do our questions, then they're going to do, um, the attorneys that for us, for our staff, will be questioning you, and there won't be a time limit of five minutes. It's going to be a half hour or one hour, just straight, continuous on, going on. And, and that's when Barr says, you know, I volunteered to show up, but you're changing the rules. I'm not going to do that. And that's why they want to do it. They, um, so they're going to hold them in contempt. And so now it's just, the Republicans say, we're bringing them in, but by the way, we're going to have our staff attorneys represent and, and go at it, and we're going to change the limits. Just to mm-hmm. see the Democrats come like, well, you can't do that. Just to, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do I, I don't understand why we can't. Well, that's exactly why they should do it. They should absolutely put out, in the, at least in the Senate, because they control the Senate, they should change the rules right before the day or before Mueller shows up and say that uh, their staff attorneys are going to be able to question the witness. And, Larry, I will tell you, the Democrats, Nadler, Schumer, Pelosi, Cohen, all of them will act like they never did the same thing that they did last week, and they will lose their minds and say that the Republicans are changing years and years and years of precedent. And they would act like it was, uh, you know, it would act like the Republicans just dreamed this up. And and unfortunately, Larry, they would have uh, the willing participation of the lamestream media. So, oh yeah, you know, I don't know how much of it would get out there, but it would make for some great campaign ads, and the Republicans ought to do it. Yeah, the, the media is pretty much in the tank for the Democrat. They're just another, uh, they're a propaganda machine for the Democrat Party right now. Oh, they are. They're another arm for it. So, so uh, <clears throat> I had another listener, Larry, that uh, that chimed in and said that uh, the problem with the Democrat Party is they're confusing the history of our country with the history of their politics. And I well, think that's pretty funny. That that's that's pretty much hits it on the hits a, hits the nail on the head, so to speak. It gets back to when you know Jimmy Carter did the whole Department of Education. Democrat Party took over education in the country, and they got rid of civics. I mean, mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfuss, be interesting. You know, listen to him sometimes because he's you know the actor or anything else from Jaws. He's really doing a big push to do civics and get civics taught back in our schools because people aren't learning about the country and the importance of the government and the branches of service and understanding how the Constitution works 
is not really being taught as much like it used to be. And that's where we need to get back into. Well, if Larry, if they teach civics again, then they're going to have to drop climate change or uh, global warming. Uh, they're going to have to not be able to show Al Gore's fake movie. Uh, you know that, Larry. You know you mentioned, and and my astute ears caught this. And let me see if the listeners caught this. But you referred to when Jimmy Carter in the late seventies passed the Department of Education when he proposed it, and then it was passed, and then the Department of Education was created. You rightfully called it the Democrat takeover of education because that's exactly what it is. Even today, all these years passed since the Department of Education was formed, it has been a Democrat takeover of the education system in this country. And well, look uh, at, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Well, look at how bad education has gotten since they've taken over. I mean, prior to the Department of Education funded by, you know, by the Democrats, Jimmy Carter, we put a man on the moon with a stubby pencil and a slide rule. We haven't topped that. So, you know, something's going on where it's wrong, and they all you hear keep going is that the education in schools are really bad. Well, who took over it? Get back to letting the states run it. Some states are going to do better than others. And that's when you vote with your feet by moving to get, if you want the education for a kid, you move to where you can get a better education there. Exactly. And, and I, you know, and, and all these of us, or at least the country, not doing better in education, every, everything, it's just like the war on poverty, Larry. How much money have we spent, but yet have we lowered the poverty rate, not even by a percent? in 30, 40, 50 years. And the same thing with education. Have we made our students better? Are they graduating with higher reading levels? Uh, are they graduating in higher levels, period? And the answer to that is no. So I've been calling for the dismantling of the Department of Education, and I know you have as well, um, and right along with the uh, the federal income tax. That needs to go, but that's, a whole, that's another show. But um, Well, anyway, so Larry, so let's hope, you know, I... I don't believe that they're, that Mueller will show up. I, I don't even. I'm not even so sure they're going to really call him. Uh, but you know what, Larry? We can hope that that they do. I would love, love to see exactly what we talked about. Uh, the uh, Republicans having a chance to basically cross-examine Mueller. Uh, so, so let's hope that we'll see that. Uh, so, so Larry, some other things in the news that uh, I want to get your opinion on, on, on is. The Biden surge. Uh, Sleepy Joe, Joe Bite Me, is kind of surging in the polls. And you've got uh, all kinds of things going on in the media. And it's quite funny to me because you've got – you can tell that there's a concentrated effort in the media to uh, – to, to push Biden, and then there's the left that's trying to take him down. But I, and we've got a comment coming in real quick from our producer. Did you know – and this is can be found out – that he is a Biden, Biden uh-huh. is a nudist. <laughs> I had heard that. Yeah, I had. Larry, did you know that? I I, I didn't hear. It was cutting in and out the the broadcast. I can't hear. Uh, all the so phone. so the so the question was: Did did we know that uh, Joe Biden has been and has considered himself a nudist? No. <laughs> yeah, there there had. I don't want to see that right now. That's not even visual. Yeah. That's not fair, man. That's a bad image to put in your head, isn't it? It is. That those stories are out there, and people can look them up. Uh, it is a story, and he is a perceived or a self-proclaimed nudist, and so uh, that's all you need is a guy I, that's running around that wants to smell your hair. And, <laughs> and well, I think what they're trying to do, and why they're pushing Biden right now, is because the people. The Green New Deal, uh, you know, AOC and the, the stuff that's being covered with Omar, 
that's gotten so, that's moved so many people and divided so many people, moved people from the Democrat Party. Like they're nuts, and the independents are all swinging to Republicans. You guys are nuts. The way your party's going, they're trying to change the, the topic and put. Look, Biden's a, a moderate. Biden's this, so they're not focusing on the far left of their their wing of the party that's taken over the party. I think the media is trying to help them with that, so you don't see the same stories. I mean, look at how, you, how many stories other than on Fox News. You saw with that Philadelphia school, the Muslim school, where they are, they are, the kids are singing about beheading people. Mm-hmm. And this is in America. And yet all three networks today, uh, the major networks, no one covered it. It was on Fox. But you didn't see it on the Today Show. You didn't see it on Good Morning America. None of these things were covering it because it shows that, hey, there's an issue here. Well, the lamestream media cannot cover stories like that because it doesn't fit their narrative. And you know as well as I do, Larry, the last thing they want to do is have a news story showing that these mosques or these uh, these uh, radical Muslim schools, A, they don't want people to know they exist. B, they definitely don't want the American people to know that they're on our soil and they're singing songs of beheading people. Uh, so it just doesn't fit the narrative, and they're not going to go, they're just not going to touch it. Um, but I, but what they will do, and, and like, like we mentioned before, Larry, is they'll try and cover. They'll try and put cover for the left. And but what's funny to me is how you've got some media that's uh, that's propping Biden up, and they're trying to surge him in the polls. And let's face it, polls mean absolutely nothing right now. But still, they're driving their news stories with these, uh, what I think are fake polls. Uh, but then you've got the uh, Alexandria Cortezes and you, and the Talibs and the Omars, who in no way, shape, or form are they going to stand by while while Biden cruises to the nomination. And so you're going to see these factions, you know, no one wants to talk about the the fractions that are going on in the Democrat Party. So so Larry, I think it's quite funny that on one side they're build, building Biden or trying to build him up, on the other side they're going to tear him down. Uh, I don't think it's going to last. I think this is a fake little I think Biden is the flavor of the week, flavor of the month. Uh, I think he's going to fall and he's going to fall hard. What do you think? I think he is, because you can look at with his son and the chi- deals with China. I mean, right when, when, was it last week when Biden said, you know, China's not a threat? Come on, man. <laughs> They're the biggest threat. They're stealing intellectual property. I still don't understand why the Trump administration does not let, um, doesn't declare that China's no longer a third world country in the United Nations. Mm-hmm. They're getting all this technology for free and people having to share because they're still declared a third world country. Well, they Larry, need to change that. They that need is to get a... them out of the World Trade Organization. Mm-hmm. And, and for Biden to go out, it's not a threat. It is a huge threat. His son got, what, a $1.5 billion mm-hmm. deal well, with that, China? That's going to come out. coming out. That's what's yeah. going to hurt him. That's going to come out. Those things are going to come out. But, Larry, you need only look back to the Obama administration, of which Biden was part of because he was the vice president. But when you look back, when Obama was running for reelection, Romney very well pointed out that Russia is a huge problem. And what did what did Obama say? Hey, hey, uh, 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 Romney, uh, the, uh, the 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 Russians called and they want or the eighties called and they want their Russians back. You know, whatever it was that he said, but he made fun. So now you've got Biden. I mean, how crazy is it that these guys can't get out of their their playbook? Because now you've got Biden looking. Okay, well, China, Trump is really making inroads with China, and so what does Biden do? Oh, China's not a problem, uh, and so it doesn't surprise me because this guy is the same. He came from the Obama administration. He's doing the. He's going to do the same type policies, uh, which which also makes me laugh when people try and say Biden is as middle of the road. He's a moderate, Larry. He's not. He's just like the others. 
Well, look at everything that he has. He has no signature legislation. It is what forty years of public service, office, public service. There's not a single piece of signature legislation that he he can be responsible for. Right. I mean, and he's been he's never worked in the private sector. He has been Mm-mm. under the toll of taxpayer paying for him his salary his whole life. Yeah. And they get used. To, they get spoiled. Someone's paying for someone's paying for their cabs. Someone is paying for their drivers. Someone's paying for their flights. Someone else is paying for their train tickets. They're not having to use it out of their own pocket, mm-hmm. and that, they don't live like normal people. Oh, absolutely! So They're they the understand. elitists. It's like I always say: uh, socialism or progressivism, uh, democratism. That's for the people, never for the elitist. You know, the people who push forth this uh, how this utopia uh, of unicorn dust and farts. They, none of it's going to apply to them. It's only going to apply to the people, uh, and and that's just something that I wish people would understand. Um, but you know, I, Larry, real quick, I got another, I've got a question here or a comment here from a listener. Another listener says, so the question they would like to ask Mueller is, how does he know the Clinton email was an attempted was attempted to be hacked for the first time shortly after the Trumps, after Trump asked the Russians, or you know. Okay, I know what the caller, what the listener is getting to here. So, Larry, do you remember, let's go back to when Trump, during one of the debates, made a joke. And he said, uh, Russians, if you're listening out there, why don't you find the Clinton emails? I'm sure there will be some people interested. And clearly it was a joke. So in the Mueller report, Mueller says that the Russians, within five hours after Trump made that joke, that they were starting hacking into Hillary's emails. Well... Larry, that whole email business with, with Hillary was shut down before Trump made that joke. Correct. And I'm like, how did you know when she bleached bleed her whole server? And how she, would you yeah. know when they started doing mm-hmm. that? Exactly. Not only did they not examine the, the server, uh, that server was was cleaned with by uh, bit bleach. And so there was no way the Russians were hacking that, nor, there's a, nor could... Moeller have known that. So, all right, folks, we got to go to our next break. Larry, hang on if you can. If you got to go, I understand. Uh, and we will be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. And we're glad to have you listening to America's Web Radio. And we want to uh, remind everybody uh, Victor's show is brought to you by. Tornado Body Dryer. And why they picked uh, Victor's show, I'm not sure, other than it doesn't take that much energy to dry his body, I guess. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> a little blow instead of a big blow. But anyway. I, I just save energy. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, it is brought to you by <laughs> Tornado Body Dryer and uh, also America's Web Radio. If you'd be interested in sponsoring uh, Victor's show, give us a call at America's Web Radio. It goes out nationally and internationally, and then it's archived, and so you get uh, many bangs for your buck on America's Web Radio. as shows are replayed and then uh, podcast and listened to for years. And uh, we're not sure about Victor's show being listened to for years because... It only started about three months ago, four months ago, right, Victor? And uh, right. so, will uh, time will tell with Victor? But 
Anyway, we're uh, glad to have Victor as part of the family in America's Web Radio until he got sick, and now we have to spray him with Lysol, and the Lysol bill is going up. But uh, that's okay, too. We don't mind. So thank you for tuning in. And, oh, by the way, you can uh, now join or uh, as, uh, not you can sign up for the uh, America's Web Radio newsletter. And uh, you can decide whether you want it once a week or ten times a day or once every 12 years where we're at right now. So with that being said, we'll be back right after this with more of Victor. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you are tuned into On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Victor. Uh, I want to take a second here. I've got some more listener comments. Uh, uh, I want to thank uh, Chase Hogarth for tuning in, and uh, he has a very astute uh, comment, uh, and he wants to let all the listeners out there know that um, the Democrats in California and in a couple of other states are trying to block Donald J. Trump, the current president, duly elected president, they're trying to block him from ballot access. So, folks, as Chase points out, and as I was pointing out earlier, the Democrats are are doing everything they can to throw Donald Trump out. And why? Because they let it out of the bag that they and 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 the and the and this is really what it's predicating the, the the whole reason that they're thinking of everything they can and why they want to get rid of Trump is because they don't think they can do it at the ballot box. Uh, in fact, if you were watching uh, Cohen, Representative Cohen, and this is the, uh, uh, I call him Chicken Little now, because he sat last week, he came into the hearing with a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he was trying to basically call Barr a chicken, because Barr wouldn't show up to that hearing. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Barr went in and sat down with the Senate the day before. He was prepared and accepted and said, I will come and sit in front of the House members as well. And then the House decided to change the rules because the House realizes that they don't have a Democrat that sits on that committee that can go head to head with Barr. Barr runs circles around him. And so they tried to change the rules. And Barr, who very smartly said, no, 
I'm not going to let you change the rules and, and badger me. And it's within the attorney general's right because, look, we have three branches of government, and that doesn't mean that one branch can bully the other branch. And so I, you know, I stand with Barr on his decision that he made. But going to go back to Cohen here. So Cohen, Representative Cohen brings in a bucket of chicken and is eating fried chicken and trying to call Barr a chicken. And when they interviewed him about it, and actually they, he was asked, he goes, look, you want to impeach him, but we're, we've got polling that's showing that the American people don't want to go down the impeachment road. And so we've also got polling that are showing that if you move forward, if the Democrats move forward with impeachment, that it's probably going to help Trump. And let me tell you something, and I've mentioned this before. If you ever want to hear the truth of a Democrat, uh, just really, really listen to them and pay attention to them because every now and then they trip and fall on the truth or they'll slip up and tell you the truth. And Cohen actually said, well, we must impeach him because we're afraid he's going to get reelected. So there you have it, folks. The Democrat Party has... Damn the Constitution is what they're saying because they're, say, they're saying we can't beat him in the ballot box. We can't compete against this economy. So, therefore, we must impeach him. We must somehow remove him from office because they can't beat him at the ballot box. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, a Libertarian, an Independent, a Green Party, a Black Party, a White Party, a this party, a that party. This country is based on the rule of law and we're based on a an electoral college system and you shouldn't want any party to try and remove a duly elected president who hasn't broken any laws uh, you you cannot remove a president just because you don't like him and that is a horrible precedence to to put forth because look today it's president trump and you may not like him Tomorrow, it may be President Sanders. It may be President Bite Me. It may be President Booker. It may be President Focahontas. And everything you set in motion today, every precedent that we set today, can be used against you tomorrow. So you need to really, really think. You know, I had this uh, a friend the other day that, again, who's a Democrat, and I, they want everybody's tax records open to the public and they want Trump's tax record. And and all I said to them was be careful of the precedent you want to set. Do you really want the federal government to have the power to flash your uh, livelihood or your uh, earnings across the world? Do you want them to put that out on the news? So you've got to ask yourself these things and be careful what you wish for. So, uh, thanks again to that to uh, listener Chase Hogarth to getting me off on that rant uh, because that was a great comment there because there are and folks you can look this stuff up yourself I don't sit here and just pull this stuff out of my nether regions uh, look it up look it up for yourself be informed and especially if you are a Democrat listener then look things up yourself if you're if you're getting your news from CNN MSNBC ABC CBS NBC PBS and those are your only places to get news you've got to open yourself up i know you may not agree with everything i say but i appreciate you listening because you're going to hear all points on this side you're going to hear all sides on this on this show uh but but not just me you need to be listening and getting your news from all over the place um but you can look this up there are states right now that are actively trying to get ballot to get trump 
off the ballot. Why do you think they're doing that? Think about it. And there are states that are trying to thwart the Electoral College. Why do you think they're doing that? Uh, folks, we have an election system in this country. If you do not like Donald Trump, then get off your derriere and get out there and help the candidate of your choice. Go knock on some doors. You go push your socialist. If that's what you believe in, get off your couch and go work for the candidate of your choice. But don't sit here and go against every principle of this great country, the United States, and try to have a guy removed because you don't like him. You want him removed? You go to the polls and you vote. Now, look, folks, I'm not mad at you. I'm just passionate because this is the greatest country in the world. And look, there. if you don't like it and you want socialism, hey, Cuba's waiting for you. Venezuela's waiting for you. Um Numerous countries in Europe are waiting for you. In fact, Delta is waiting for you. American Airlines is waiting for you. That's the beauty about capitalism is you've got plenty of airlines to choose from where you can take your happy socialist utopia unicorn dust and unicorn fart self and hop on over to the socialist country of your choice. Hey, you may like it. You may like shared misery. If that's for you, then go. But do not sit here in this country when the millions and millions and millions of us still believe in the Constitution and we still believe that the Second Amendment is a right because the First Amendment is a right and the Third Amendment is a right and the Fourth and the Fifth and the Constitution derives its power from the people, not from the politicians. We are a govern, government of people, not a government of the elitist. Now, Unfortunately, we're getting way too many elitists sitting in Washington, and that's why we've, we're, we've got such problems that we have. But I, I will just tell you, I'm going to end this rant with really, really think about what you're, what you are headed, what you're pushing for. Because if you're pushing to set new precedent, don't ever forget, today it's President Trump. Tomorrow may be your guy or your girl. And whatever you want done today to Donald Trump is going to be able to be done to your guy or your girl. So you really need to take that to heart. And if you, and again, if you don't like President Trump, there are plenty of organizations you can join and you can go out and put your butt to work. But don't try and change my great country and this great country of the United States because it is the greatest country, and if we change the United States, there's nowhere left to run. There's nowhere to go. The freedom, the light of freedom, the light of liberty, it still burns in this country, and American exceptionalism burns in this country. If we put that flame out, there is nowhere else to go. Nowhere to go. So, folks, I'm going to leave it there. We're coming up to the end of the show. This has been a good one. I want to thank Larry Gauss, my Newt Gingrich, for calling in and, and giving up, giving in some of his insight. Uh, thanks again to all the listeners. Thanks to all the listeners who sent me questions. If I didn't get to them, I'll get to them next week. Uh, stay tuned. And we've got another great show coming up. Locked and Loaded is next. You've been listening to On Point with Victor. Tune in every Tuesday, and uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Thanks so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.